Charlemagne the God here. I can't wait to see you at the Black Effect Podcast Festival coming to you live on Saturday, April 22nd at the Pullman Yards in Atlanta, hosted by myself and Jess Hilarious. If you haven't gotten your tickets, what are you waiting for? The Black Effect is bringing some of the hottest podcasts live, like the 85 South Show, Horrible Decisions, and Big Facts for one day only, okay? For inspiring podcasters, we've got you covered. If you don't want to miss the Black Effect Podcast Festival, make sure to get your tickets today at blackeffect.com. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Please stand clear of the doors. Hey guys, on the monorail, we are headed to Animal Kingdom. What's going on? Why are these birds on the monorail? Where are they coming from? Oh my god, there's so many of them! Someone help that little boy! That's Chris! That's Chris! They're taking him away! Help! Help! Welcome to episode 131 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. I'm Chris. Today we will be giving the His on Up a Great Bird Adventure show. So what do you guys think about this show? Um, Start I with have... Alex. Start with Alex. <laughs> okay, Alex. Is he frozen? Oh, how does he even do that? <laughs> I know. <laughs> no. Uh, the Bird Show? Never seen it. Never seen it. You know... Christine and I, my wife, we like to do this thing where we go to Disney and then we stop at Animal Kingdom, we ride at Everest, and then we go to the good parks. Oh. Yeah, we do you, that. Do you like any? Not of the parks including like Epcot, like Epcot, of course. Yeah. Not including Epcot. Okay, okay. So you haven't been, you haven't seen the show. How about you, Chris? I have not seen the show. Um, it looks like it's a lot of fun. I did see that big bird thing walking around. Kevin, right? Kevin. Yeah. Kevin. Yes, yep, I Kevin. did see. I did see him walking around. It almost looked like a scene from Jurassic Park with the kids running away from it. I don't think it's very well received there, but it was very, very cool to see in person. I'm, I'm thinking this show just based on the whole aesthetic that you have going on tonight. The show may not be your cup of tea. Well, I'm glad you brought that up, Jen. So I do think it's really sad that Disney pushes the propaganda that birds are indeed living creatures when they're actually, in fact, government surveillance drones. That ends, Chris. At the this his podcast. <laughs> can, can, can you mute his mic? Can we mute his mic on Zoom? Obviously, it's going to reach the cutting room floor. But hey, real quick about that. Uh, you ever see a baby pigeon, Joe? I have actually. I, I was actually raised. I actually raised a bunch of pigeons. I'm scared. Actually, I, that's actually very unsettling. <laughs> it just means he's in on the conspiracy. <laughs> I know. I don't think. I think this will be my last episode. <laughs> uh, for you who don't know, Chris right now has a background. We we are recording live on Zoom right now for our Patreon members. So if you want to join our Patreon to kind of see our live episodes. Go ahead and join our Patreon for as low as $2 a month. You can come have fun in our Discord chat and join in on our live sessions and see us all kind of goof off and have lots of fun during our live shows. So, uh, Jen, have you seen the the show? So I've seen the bird show. I don't remember if Up was a part of it or not. I feel like it wasn't, but I can't be 100% sure. So maybe? Is the answer to the question? <laughs> it's it's funny. Uh, Ryan is saying in chat he hates birds. I feel like you know I don't mind birds that much. My wife hates birds, so Does she, she really like to go to the show. Oh. Yeah, she, she. I didn't know she, that. So like whenever 
you know, like Animal Kingdom when you're going around Animal Kingdom and yes. you have like the bird sanctuary and it has all the birds. Like she'll skip that part. Oh. She's not like to go in that part. I like to go in that part, you know, and so does my son. He likes to go in that part. Uh, so this is not her favorite show, but I have been to the show and I enjoy the show. I enjoy birds. Not not like my favorite animal, but uh, I do like birds. Mm -hmm. um, and this is a good show, especially I've been to the show before they added up and I've been to the show after they added up. And um, I think that I like I like it better because they did add up because I mean I mean Up's a great movie right so mm -hmm, whenever you yeah. can incorporate like a really cool Disney movie to something that maybe wasn't you know it was good but it wasn't like the best but I think uh, definitely adding up brought the attention to more people to go see the show right yeah and Chris you said you haven't been to it I have not I, where where is this show uh, located in Animal Kingdom is located right by, by off the bridge Asia. in Asia yep. Yeah, uh, so like Caravan whenever stage. my one of my favorite places to eat at Animal Kingdom is the Yak and Yeti. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> wow, what's so funny about that? Scott said buy a gift shop. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Uh and so right by Yak and Yeti. So whenever we're going to Yak and Yeti, we usually see the show. Uh but I love eating at Yak and Yeti. Go do you do you realize that there's actually a pretty um high population of people who are really afraid of birds i have noticed that actually a good friend of mine we were in uh, hoboken uh, over the summer and don't recommend she, it no not a great town so we're at the waterfront and uh she uh, she's walking in between me and my other friend she grabs our arms like really tight while we I was like what's going on like, i thought i was afraid like someone was about to attack us or something i look over <laughs> and there's just a flock of a flock of geese a gaggle of geese I believe it is a gaggle. It is a gaggle. Good thing yeah, it wasn't a flock a of seagulls. It is, it is a gaggle. Flock of seagulls, gaggle of geese. Both equally as terrifying to her. Yeah, she like legit wasn't even joking around. She grabbed our arms so tight before until really? we got past the the, the geese. Yeah. It's, Birds it's, are um, mean. They're they're kind of a wild card because what do you do? So if um if a bear attacks you, they're, they're big. You can hit them anywhere, right? Bad example. But if, uh, uh, if any other animal, <laughs> but think about like a bird. Think about a bird. So the bird's coming at you. And it's running at first, but then it takes flight. What do you do? Because you that now, now it can hit you in the it, it hit you in the shin, it hit you in the kneecap, mm -hmm. but it can also poke your eye out. What do you do? And how do you <laughs> how do you hit a bird? Like I feel like fist. I'm breaking. I, I I'd feel bad to attack a bird. They just yeah. to attack me. I I'd be one of the victims in Alfred Hitchcock's uh, birds. I'd be the dead one. <laughs> I don't think I could hit a bird. I guess you're right. I I think that's the reason why people are afraid of birds. Maybe it's just instinct because aren't chickens related to uh, T Rex? Maybe it's just like, hardwired. Like a rap, they're raptors. They're raptors, exactly. right? Exactly. Uh, but there's always one part in the show, you know, we're probably going to talk about it here coming up into history, right? Where the birds are kind of taking flight and they're flying above the crowd, right? Like I'm always worried that like, a bird's going like, to like, grab a chunk of hair and kind of like lift someone up a little bit, you know, kind of hurt them. And then what are they going to do? Like hit the bird? Yeah. What, yeah. what they size really birds close. are you talking about? Like, yeah. they, like they do like a, this thing in the um, like in the show where they have like parrots, right? And they'll have like you know eight parrots kind of go uh, really close to everyone, like right above their head, right? And it's like the birds are hitting the people, like their 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 wings are hitting the people, and uh, I'm always afraid that something's gonna happen. Are do these birds like lift weights on their downtime that you think that they can lift up an average size human? Listen, okay, so, so let, let me. When I was younger, so we used to have everything what are those right big now. white birds. What are those white birds? The big white birds, the cockatoo, twos, the big ones. Those aren't big. Like, are you talking about a personal pet or yeah, like a see? personal pet, like the big ones, like not an African gray, um, flamingo, but like, <laughs> we, no. 
No, not a flamingo. Eat more food. Right. It's white. Uh, but we used to have like a big white bird, and my mom used to let it out, and that bird used to attack me. And I used to like I remember on the house. No man, and that would, as soon as the, she lit the bird out, run to my room, and the bird used to go ahead and pick me up in the hair. Remember, I'm little. It used to grab my hair. I promise you, it felt like it was gonna pick me up. I'll tell you what, you Joe, think it's funny, and, uh, but it's no, true. It's I, it, true. This is this is actually a true thing. I at my height, uh, that is a concern when I leave my house. That I I always that's why I wear a hat all the time. I'm afraid birds. You know, I've lost a couple of hats when birds swoop down and try to pick me up by the hair and try to take me away. Uh, that's why I wear hats. It's not fashion. It's not because I don't like doing my hair. It's Joe. It's we share the same fear. Pure protection. Exactly. This word. You had an illegal uh, bird of a pet, Joe. I don't think there's anything. <laughs> no, man. You had a bird of prey as a pet. I don't know. I'm going to look it up later. But let's go ahead and give this a rating. Should we give it a rating? <laughs> Joe Exotic, the bird king. <laughs> uh, should we go ahead? <laughs> that's funny. Chris, make, uh, funny. make stickers. I will. Don't don't ask me twice because I will do it. So do you want to go and give this a rating or no? Because no one's really been to it except for me and I remember it. I'm the only one that remembers it. I mean, I can just give it a rating. Yeah, go ahead. Give it a, just give it a oh, straight yeah. up rating. Don't Solid. worry about rubric. Just give it a rating. Okay. So, and just and no, tell no, us why you think. The, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through the rubric and I'll give it a rating. Tell us why you think it's one of the best uh, shows rate the quality of the show. Is it, dude, I think it's a great. I think they do a great job with it. I like how they incorporate up. So I'm going to go ahead and give it a three right there. Right. Uh, does it have a good message? Is it a timeless story? Yeah, man, it has a good message. I mean, it, they talk about birds and why <laughs> birds are awesome for the for the world. Yeah, I'm going to give it a three. Uh, <laughs> Take a perfect score. So Take a perfect score. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to give it a perfect score. But for what it's worth, right, a bird show. Can, hey, can you name a better bird show? I couldn't name one more bird show. I couldn't Sesame name Street. any before exactly. we did this episode. So be, well, how can you not give it a 10 then? It's like the only bird show. It's but not I'm the not only one. I'm not going to give it a 10 because it's not a 10. I don't okay? go to zoos. I think that's why I you score things so highly, Joe. I no. think that's why you score them so highly because you compare them to other very specific shows. So like when you watch that new Home Alone movie, you probably compared it to, uh, was there another new Home Alone movie? This is the perfect <laughs> new Home Alone movie. <laughs> <laughs> when I think maybe you should compare this to maybe another show. You haven't seen a bird show at a zoo? Do they have bird shows specifically in zoos? Sure. Yeah, they're awesome, man. Because, like, yeah. in the Brevard Zoo, you can feed the birds. Like, they land oh, on yeah. you. A little lairakeet. But, no, but so, but this this is the reason why this bird show, I'm going to give it a seven, right? I'm oh, hold, give on, it a, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You didn't half. finish the rubric. How badly yeah, do you want to watch this place? Watch it again. How badly do you want to go to the show again? Uh, So, right now, I'm at a six, right? Three, three. How badly? I would say. Ex- you said you go every time, huh? I don't go every time. Um, <laughs> excited? I would say I'm excited. To, I'm, I'm excited. You're yeah. excited. Yeah, I'm excited. I like birds, man. I like seeing cool birds. Okay. So, but you on, just said what you I'm just give said it a you one. don't like birds based on your previous experience with birds. Well, How much are they paying you to say I, this No, joke? that's not true. I'm bigger now. Listen, <laughs> I'm bigger, I'm bigger now. The there's, no bird, there's no bird that's going to lift me up. Just don't let me okay? go near your ostrich. I was scared of it when I was a child. How so about When that part happens, I'm kind of worried. When the birds are flying over everyone, I'm worried. How about, how about like a magic up. point? Do you give it a magic point? Yeah, man, I'm gonna give it a magic. Oh point. my I'm give god! It a... What is that, is that? A ten or a nine? It's no, no. <laughs> it's a nine. You just gave the show a nine. Okay, hold on one second. Let's go through. Okay, probably the best. Like okay. higher than Space two. Mountain. I'm gonna do two. Great or really good? It's great. It's a great show, okay. right? Timeless. No, I'm gonna say long lasting. Oh man. So two, four. Uh, you guys got me all confused. <laughs> you have just us. Give it a number, man. Well. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it seven and a half. Okay, seven and a half. Seven and a half. Okay. 
I like, you know, and I bet you if I did see a show, I'd like it because I think shows are fun and birds are cool. Yeah, I do like breaking up like the, all the walking and all the rides with the shows. So I'm, I, I'm a big show person when I go to the park. So I would definitely be interested in seeing this. It's a caca two, not a cockatiel. I'm posting oh, a picture exactly. in chat. Come not right a caca one, a caca two. Look at that right there. <laughs> That's a monster bird right there. Those are not big. Those are not big birds. Those are normal size. Let's get to the his on Up a Great Bird Adventure Show. Up a Great Bird Adventure Show is an Animal Kingdom stage show themed after the successful movie Up. This 25-minute bird show will inform guests of different kinds of birds, as well as allow you to see these well-trained animals fly around the theater. Up a Great Bird Adventure Show replaced Flights of Wonder which opened along with Animal Kingdom Park. Currently, Up a Great Bird Adventure Show is temporarily replaced by Feathered Friends in Flight. I've seen Flights of Wonder. Okay. So as someone who does history, I really don't like these long titles. It's so annoying to have to say this long title over and over and over doing the history and recording it. I can see that. I mean, it's like five words. It's like, just call it Up and then Birds. I don't know. It's like, why it's do you have to name it? Why do you have to so many words? That's all of course, I you have to tell a story. You have to tell a story, you know? <laughs> so it's not currently, so it's not, Mm-mm. at the moment, it's not the up show. It's Feathered Friends in Flight. Yes. Or as Joe would call them, Feathered Not Friends in Flight. Mm, well, I true. like, I like. Feathered, feathered like Foes in Flight. There, I'm them. sorry. See, that's better. The, that's uh... better, Jen. Sorry. <laughs> hey, so. You know, my favorite thing, though, is when you do go to these bird shows and they're like they're trained. Right. But there's always that one or two birds. So it's like, you know, I'm just not going to follow any kind of any kind of rules. And they kind of just fly off and then they're flying throughout the park. Like it could be like I've seen it happen a couple of times where they kind of fly off. Right. And they're like, ah, whatever, I'm out of here. And then you're just walking around the park and you'll see them like this flying like, you know, a a parrot in a tree. And you're like, oh, that's the bird that kind of break broke free. So it's I a think rogue that's parrot. what scary. <laughs> a broke parrot. A rogue parrot? Ro- yeah, rogue it's a rogue parrot. parrot. Watch you your back. What you said, Chris? A broke parrot, like it was broken. <laughs> In 1998, Disney's first ever Animal Kingdom Park opened in Walt Disney World, called Animal Kingdom. Located off the bridge from Discovery Island to Asia, just outside the fictional Anandapur village, is Caravan Stage. This theater with bowl seating and a backdrop is designed to look like ruins that will be found in the Himalayan highlands. Here, a new kind of stage show was revealed, Flights of Wonder, an informative and entertaining bird show with trainers showcasing at least 20 exotic birds. The show allowed the birds to fly over guests and around the theater. This educational and graceful show was helped by the injected humor of Guano Joe or Jane, explorers who were afraid of birds. Some birds even performed stunts like snatching money from an audience member's hand. Flights of Wonder had variations of the same show for almost 20 years, but closed on December 31st, 2017. It was replaced by Up, a great bird adventure show, a bird show starring the characters from the hit Pixar film Up, Explorer Russell and Doug. I think it's good that they added them. Yeah. Like they added Up characters. I was going to say, see, uh, being afraid of birds is a big enough group of people, if you will, that they have this, they had this written into a show. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, yeah. And I, I agree with you, right? And I kind of agree with kind of what Chris said about birds and why people are scared of birds. It's kind of like they can come and attack you and then fly away. They're gone. Yeah. It's like something else comes and attack you. You can find them when they're on the ground. But it's kind of like if, if a bird like attacks you, how are you going to find another bird? So right? if a squirrel attacks you, you're going to be able to go find that squirrel and single it I... out and uh, take revenge. <laughs> why can't I question everything I'm saying? <laughs> I bet you, but where's it going to, if the squirrel goes up in a tree, I'm like, there it is right there. Where's it going to go? It's not going to fly away over to the, the next neighborhood. Yeah, but I wasn't there- really talking about it as a revenge factor, Joe. Like, <laughs> like you're like, I'm going to remember that bird. I just kind of meant like it can like, it can fly so it can get pokey in the eye. So, so this show, right? Mean? They have, they have them snatching money. Do you think there, there are people like, hey, does anyone have a hundred they can put in their hand? And then bam, <laughs> you lose a hundred dollar bill. Up, a great bird adventure show, made its onstage debut at Disney's Animal Kingdom on Earth Day, April 22nd, coinciding with the park's 20th anniversary. Disney wanted to include more IP in the parks, choosing to take Up's adventurous and curious characters, Russell and Doug, and putting them in the show. The 30-minute show still showcases the birds and their natural beauty, just now with the addition of the characters. It took 20 animal trainers to help develop and rehearse before the show was ready to be viewed. The show didn't seem to be a hit with the guests. So a few years later in 2019, the show closed for refurbishment and a script rewrite. The show allows guests a close look at bird species from South America, North America, India, Africa, and other locations around the globe. After the show, trainers do stay on the stage allowing guests to come closer and ask questions and take photos. Once you've seen the show, head over to the Tree of Life and Inside the Wilderness Explorers Outpost. There's a meet and greet with Doug and Russell. Also, you can find Kevin wandering around Discovery Island sometimes. Yeah, I like I like Kevin wandering around. It's pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. It's uh yeah, it's I've nice. S- I uh, yeah, I've seen him a bunch of times. I like uh taking the um, uh with uh well, let me see. Hold Pictures on. with Russ and Doug? Yeah. Yes, I like meeting Russ and Doug too. That's good. So I think I it's cool like how- that they I I think a bird show is a great way to incorporate that movie in particular. Like I like that tie-in. You know what would well, have yeah, been a better get... ride, though, is if they replaced Soren with an up ride. Just take <gasps> Soren and replace it with no! up. No, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Wow. Just, Why? just redo it so it's an up. Because you're already flying in the sky. So now you just now they just build a house around you. So now you're as if you're in the house and you're flying through the sky because you're in a house. Uh, that is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, I know it is kind of cool. I kind of like that idea now. <laughs> At first, I was kind of like, what? That's crazy. And then yeah, very you slow ride. It, I was like, oh. What? what slow what ride it? it's the same ride you're just in a house yeah it's not as realistic because you're tied to balloons you don't have like a propeller or anything the winds well you don't have a propeller when you are using the the, the glider you just kind of i don't, I don't know around. i closed my eyes the whole time i was scared too that's sure that's sure <laughs> i like seeing the different species of birds all around the world but it sounds right? like, like it's been a struggle and perhaps because there is such a larger population of people who are afraid of birds. If they didn't, you know, you, you need, you need shows that you can fill the stadium. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. if, and if it's not doing it, then it sounds, and which is what sounds like the case is, which is kind of sad because those are great characters. So now it's in the middle of a rewrite again. But that argument doesn't make sense because I'm afraid of lions, but I'll go watch a lion show. But the lions don't run around the audience. That's you're, true. You're right. You're right yeah. about that part. <laughs> now, now, did Disney buy the rights to that studio that makes the movie Ringo or Rango? Rango? You know what I'm talking With about? With the yes. chameleon, the Johnny Depp chameleon. Okay, so not Ringo Rango. It's um, it's about a it's about a bird. 
named Ringo. Oh, right. The one where he has to tra- he travels to. Brazil? I've never seen the movie. I have no idea. Rio, you're talking Rio. about Rio. Rio. No, a that's couple, a. Couple isn't that DreamWorks? I yeah, but that's dream. Oh, DreamWorks. Okay, we're gonna cut this. <laughs> it's a good movie. We, we, we can go ahead and have clips of Chris like naming stuff that he thinks it's Disney, but it's actually <laughs> something else. <laughs> I just assume everything's Disney because they bought like ninety five percent of the animation studios. I'm pretty sure Rio is now Disney. I don't think it's DreamWorks. I think it's um. Yeah, it's the same the studios that make Ice Age, and now Ice Age is Disney. No, it's not. Yes, Ice Age is yeah. on Disney Plus. Ice Age is on no. Disney Plus. Ice Age just made a really? new show. Yeah. yeah, I can't believe that Disney bought the rights to Ice Age. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus. Ice Age, some shorts. Not all the movies are on there. Just I, there's a short, I think, and then there's another. There's like a Christmas episode short. They have a new show coming out. Just announced, or just I don't know, with a badger without an eye or something. I don't know the characters' names. So a badger. <laughs> Not that kind. Oh, my God. On March 2020, Up! A Great Bird Adventure show had its final performance before being closed down due to the pandemic. Walt Disney reopened on July 13, 2020, but the show was temporarily replaced by Feathered Friends in Flight. The new show still featured an array of free-flying birds while educating guests about them but without the help of the characters Doug and Russell. The theater became available for only limited capacity, having every other row blocked off as well as six feet allowed between each party. Audience members didn't get to interact with the birds like before, but they now could volunteer to make a hoop with their arms for a bird to fly through, or step on a pump that shoots a grape into the air for a bird to snatch. On November 14, 2020, one of the cast members was performing a skit with a bird who would playfully untie the trainer's shoes. The bird decided to instead remove her microphone cable, causing technical issues. But this wasn't the first time a bird went off script. Earlier in the year, a bird decided to steal the whole microphone. Feathered Friends in Flight is a great show, but thankfully, Disney did announce that Up! A Great Bird Adventure show will be reopening in 2022. There's your rogue birds right I, there. Yeah, you think it's rogue. It's, um, I'm not going to lie. I was doing a lot of research on that performance, and there was a deep, deep <laughs> into the Reddit comment section. I did learn that the um, trainer or computer program, whatever you want to call it, was going to actually... <laughs> Uh, explain to the audience that these birds are so well trained because they are actually robot birds. So the bird went ahead and cut the mic. And but we know the truth. The audience that day did not. Listen. Fly. F- wait. Fly. First of all, we have to talk about flying through a your yes. arms. Yes. Yes. That's that's kind of scary. I'm not afraid but- of birds, but I don't think I'd let one fly through me. <laughs> fly through your arms, not My through arms. you. What it's if, not, what if a, you don't? What magic if it's show. A- what if it's a little kid and they don't, they can't make a big circle? They probably won't pick a little kid for that exact reason. Because if it, if pick, it misses yeah. the arms and grabs its hair, the kid, the kid <laughs> like, goes into that. That six-year-old boy is going to make a hoop and we're going to have a giant hawk fly through it. <laughs> <laughs> quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. An original, authentic Indian musical score was created for the show, which features themes from Up. These bird shows include 15 types of birds, including toucans, macaws, parrots, hornbills, owls, ravens, and an African fish eagle. Outside the theater, make sure to look around. You can find stone carvings of Doug and Russell. There are four trainers who work the show. They handle the animals as well as interact with Russell and Doug. We here Diz His think Up, a great bird adventure show, is a great bird show. Even its temporary show, Feathered Friends in Flight, is amazing, showcasing incredible birds, showing off their flying abilities and intelligence. 
We cannot wait for Doug and Russell to join the staff on Caravan Stage to help bring us incredible information along with a few laughs. Ever roll out of bed and feel like being a little bad? Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company has you covered with their Villain Wax Melt line. The Sea Hag Melt will have you wanting to use that body language like Ursula with its bouquet of roses, lily, lilacs, and sweet violets with undernotes of musk. If you feel like you're going to have a meltdown like Hades, throw in the Wax Melt Ruler of the Underworld, which will fill your home with smells of lavender, rosemary, lemon verbena, cinnamon, coriander, leather, amber, and hints of smoke. Or, if you just feel like you are just the evilest one of all, get yourself the Mistress of Evil Melt. These Maleficent-inspired melts will release a woodsy scent with its crisp pine needles, white fir, clove, patchouli, oak, and sugar pine. No matter how you're feeling, make sure to visit MagicallyScented.com to purchase a wide range of wax melts, candles, and room sprays, all made by three cheeky chicks. There are plenty of holiday sales that will allow you to buy any smell that fits your attitude. That's three cheeky chicks at MagicallyScented.com. This is this is review. Review. So this week we watched the movie for D plus is Noel, right? I haven't had a chance to watch it. I was at a conference all week. Uh so I haven't had a chance to watch it. Uh Jen, have you watched it? I have not watched it. I have it on my list of things to do. So okay. I will get there. Chris, have you watched it? Yeah, you know, after watching it for the first time, I think it's going to be a staple every holiday season because it gets me really in the holiday spirit. I like the women empowerment in the movie because um, they finally showed like the daughter of Santa Claus getting a shot instead of maybe just the hierarchy of men. That's very true, Chris. Mm-hmm. And what was your have... favorite part of the movie, Chris? Yeah, when she became part? Santa. Wow, spoiler alert. What did you think of the reindeer? What did you think of the reindeer? Because the... we have See, talked yeah. about the reindeer that's in... The, um, in, the, right. in the show, we right? have actually. And the CGI, uh, they definitely, uh, the budget wasn't there for CGI in the movie, but uh, I understood what they were trying to do. And, you know, it was one of Disney Plus's first movies. It was a day one release, I believe. Uh, so, you know, and not everything can be perfect. They wanted to see if, D- if Disney was going to be, uh, Disney Plus was going to be a success for us. So I think they just kind of saved on that and said hired Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Alex. Um, yeah, I watched it last year. And uh, not last. Oh, when I came, I watched it when it came out two years ago. Wow, geez. Okay. Anyways, um, I've seen it. I think we're gonna watch it every Christmas because it's a good movie. It's uh, like Chris said, it's great how it's a woman empowerment movie. Anna Kendrick is hilarious in it. She's great. Bill Hader's hilarious in it, and uh, it's a it's a pretty decent Christmas film. I've got to say for Disney Plus, and uh, it's it's actually pretty funny. If you if you haven't seen it, guys, you definitely should watch it. It's not just a kid's movie. It's not, you know, just a Christmas movie. It's an actual funny movie. And um, I do like it. I think it's one of those movies you put on during the day when you have the Christmas days where you have like the days before and the days after Christmas where you're just kind of lazing around playing with your new toys and stuff. You put movies on. It's one of the movies you put on in the background, I think. It's a good background movie for sure. It's a great background movie. Some would say it's an amazing background movie. I heard that actually. Well, you know something like the the straight to streaming is always going to hurt its reputation. I don't think so now. I think now there's so many good that movies that go straight to um, you know, straight to streaming. I think they're great, right? 
Yeah. I, mean, I don't think that's like the stereotype anymore, I guess you can say. No, but this no, is like the first not. one. So they, you know, they didn't, I don't think they had, they put in the budget that they planned on putting in now they, for a Disney Plus yeah. movie. You know, they, they didn't know if it was going to make them Disney money. You know, they're not going to go yeah. you know, You're all right. in. So the bu- budget probably wasn't that great. But like Chris said, Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader were supposed to save it, which they did because they're both uh, hilarious and good in it. And, uh, you know, it was, it was it was a decent, decent movie. Don't forget about Shirley MacLaine. She's in it, too. Yeah, it's true. Can we just time out for a second here? Because Scott brought up a really good point in chat. This is the most positive review that we've ever gotten from Alex. This is very true. This is so the Hall we, of Fame. So we just have to kind of sit and chew on that for a minute because it probably won't happen again. It felt good. I feel good inside about it, actually. And you know, I mean, now I want to go like, see the movie, though. Now, I- right? Advocate for this movie. And you know, not only does it have a great Christmas meaning, but it also has a girl who does sign language in the movie. So it brings forefront to that possibility. That that, forefront, about you know, that. it brings that to light. And then, you know, funny thing about Anna Kendrick's character is because she's she's Santa's daughter. She knows all languages. Because they have to be able to know all languages and interact with all the kids around the world. Right. Yeah, that's true. I so like it's that part. They, they have and a lot of funny like, things. Oh, this movie's so great, but you know, we, this is one of those movies you have in the background now. Uh, no, no, not me. Oh, like, okay. we'll watch you, it. We'll watch like, every year. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But I'm saying for people, everyone else, we'll for, the casual, for the casual okay. Noel viewer. Yeah, yeah. Hey guys, want to hear something cool? Do you want to be part of the Goof Troop? Our Goof Troop is the best and a way to help support the show. You get access to our wonderful giveaways, Discord, which is fantastic, and you can join for only $2 a month. In our Discord chat, you can interact with the hosts and some of our great members. There are Disney-themed games in our chat, streams from the park, we have a special Spotify playlist, and overall just have a lot of fun. You also get access to our live shows, which can sometimes be a little crazy. Once again, help support the show for as low as $2 a month and join the Goof Troop. Just go to dizhiz.com and on the top, there is a link. Check us out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site, Sorcerer Radio, on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24-7 Disney radio. Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. wants to know hey there this is Niels again from at capturing Disney parks on Instagram please come by on my account and leave a message well over to that question for you guys who is your favorite this his co-host no kidding <laughs> I won't ask you that if Disney would decide to fully reimagine the Dino Land USA part of Animal Kingdom what kind of land would you love to see there in its place still fitting the overall Animal Kingdom theme of course Let's hear your thoughts. The oh, Dino Land? Man. Dino Land. That's a great question. That is a good question. Um, oh man. Oh, I have a good answer already. I have I have an answer. Um I I I obsessed with Jungle Book and I would love a Jungle Book theme. Oh, uh, that's a good one. Mini land. That's a great one. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Hmm. I have another answer that if you guys don't say I want to say because I hate the movie, but it would make for a really cool land. Okay. How about you, Jen? I'm thinking, so you got to come back to me. Cause... Yeah, you know, give me, give me, give me a minute to think too. Oh, Ryan fit. said in the chat, my my second idea. Oh yeah, all right. I, I didn't like, like that Ryan's movie. Idea. Just say it. Just yeah. say it, Chris. Zootopia. I wasn't really I, a fan of that. Movie. Oh, I yeah. 
like that movie a I lot. I think Zootopia. Yeah. So do cool. I. I love That's Zootopia. a good idea too. I love Zootopia. And I have an idea. I think it'd be kind of cool to do like a New Orleans like swamp, like Everglades type of area, right? Because yeah. uh, I mean, we're in Florida, right? So I think that'd be kind of cool to kind of highlight, and it kind of almost relates to dinosaurs almost in a way, uh, a way because of like alligators and stuff like that. That would be cool. So I think that'd be a fun. Yeah, I think that'd be kind of fun. So how I'm trying to look at movies that have to do with you know animals <laughs> and nature and whatever. So I'm kind of just looking through movies. How about Maleficent? Because that one mm. takes place in a forest, doesn't it? So that would kind of fit, not really. Hmm. I don't think that one would fit. Zootopia was a great idea. Yeah. That was a good one. Well, hold on. Okay, so Bayou, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's Swampland, though. Yes. I mean, it's Swampland. Bayou is Swampland. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. I want to see, like, a you know, I think it'll be cool to do, like, a princess and a frog, you know? Like, I don't know. I think I think I rather, after I thought about it, when I was pretty much saying my answer, I think Everglades would be a pretty good um, area. What are you saying now? Would it be classified as own? Its own? Its own? It's its own land, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's a horrible land. Like it's a really, really like I, I think it's like a it's a waste of space. Why? It's a big, it doesn't give me big vibes at all. You know what though? If they right. if they emphasize if they pushed the story of Dinoland USA more and didn't make people guess about why it was there, I think it would be cooler. Like if there was like I don't know maybe a ride there that walked you through like why it exists and stuff because the backstory of the land is very cool but without Ooh. knowing that it's just some weird che- like when I used to go there when I was little and I would see the cracks in the asphalt I'm like why isn't Disney keeping up with this side of the park not knowing <laughs> that they put those on purpose there like if they really pushed that backstory I think it would be cool but um I don't know, I think it's a dying land I, I it's you know they oh, I think so too. go. Yeah, it, I, I think I it think might so. be too. It sounds what like, there, and it's not big either. Like it's not huge. It sounds like you know, we need to do an episode a, on it. They say what? We it's should a, do an episode on it. Yeah. yeah, right. I think I think you're right. Yeah, uh, it, it cool. does have a it does have a really cool play area. I think that's probably one of the coolest play areas that they have at any of the parks. Yes, for the kids. Right. Mm-hmm. That's if whole, I shave I my beard, I'll, I'll sneak on and let you guys know how it is. We always sneak <laughs> right in. Next time I on go. what? And the, the play area. Yeah, the play area. The little well, kid play we, area. You can go in there. Anyone What's frowned upon if I were to go on there by myself as a grown adult? <laughs> That's true by yourself with exactly. like no kids. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been down the slides with my son. Okay. So, Jen, did you get give a land? I I I like the Zootopia one. Okay, Zootopia. How about you, Alex? Did you better. did you give a final one? Are you like you, digging you, like really deep into like history right now? I'm digging. I'm, like I'm looking. Of... I'm looking, and <clears throat> I guess just go ahead and replace it with um. Go ahead and replace it with wakanda okay that's cool all right yeah that sounds good that'd be cool yeah. you know, obviously we heard, we've heard rumors of it and i think it's kind of a cop-out but whatever <laughs> well you know what? i was gonna i was gonna really but it wasn't a cop-out for me to take the one from chat <laughs> from zootopia yeah because yeah. that was i don't think that was a thing and i actually think there's a zootopia like world or some land somewhere overseas right aren't there they doing is. a zootopia yes there's yes, zootopia there is. area somewhere let's go ahead and go with what neil said oh yeah i forgot well, I have three ideas. The first one is to have an Ice Age land, which could be an option to stay close to the animals that once lived on our planet concept of Dinoland, especially now Disney is producing another Ice Age movie for Disney+. But I personally would love to see a Wakanda from Black Panther. It's such a beautiful natural scene, and with the possibility to bring some Marvel IP to the park and to add some science fiction, like Wave and Pandora, I think that would be really cool. The last idea is to extend Jungle Cruise as a full land based on the new film. There are several Amazon locations and scenes that could be transformed into adventurous rides and restaurants. And if 
Jungle Cruise is not an option for Disney. Maybe Indiana Jones could be a similar alternative. Talking about Jungle Cruise, I would love to quote the skipper to close my Niels wants to know. Before this job, I worked in an orange juice factory. Got canned. Couldn't concentrate. They put a squeeze on me too. I love it. Bye bye. This is, is awesome. the episode for dad jokes, you guys. <laughs> did he listen to our episode before? Like, did he go in, in forward in time and listen to the episode? How, what What other time? Like, I I made an Ice Age reference tonight, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How would How would he? Very confused. Yeah, we did talk about Ice Age at one point. I know it's because it's because it's tomorrow in the Netherlands, so he probably heard it. Oh, that's, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Disney needs to hire Niels. Niels comes up with the greatest ideas. He does. And he, he has, really does. He really does. Like really good reasoning for his ideas. Like it's not just it's better like, than us. I like Jungle Books. We're gonna make a Jungle Book. Man. It's like he has he has really rationales good behind, behind it. it. Yes, I yes. love his idea about the Jungle Cruise though, and I do love Indiana Jones because if it's like an Indiana Jones themed area, the ride dinosaur is very similar to the ride Indiana Jones over at Disneyland. That's true. Yeah. Is it is cool. that a Disneyland, Jen? Uh, it Indiana is a Jones Disney. or yeah, it is. yeah. Yes. Okay. It is a Disneyland. Uh, so we are going to give away a wax melt, and not only we're going to give away a wax wax melt this week, uh, in a couple of weeks, probably right before Christmas, we'll go ahead and give away the book. What book is that, Chris? Oh, it's two books. It's a, it's a set. Uh, it's the Art of Mickey and the Art of Minnie, two like nice coffee table books. Yeah, when yeah, when so are we doing we're, that? We're we giving that away. Do you know when? On the episode on Tuesday the twenty eighth is when we will be giving it away. We'll be giving it away on the 28th when we record. That's that is when we are going to people are going to hear. OK, so we're, we're going to be giving it away the week before that, whenever we record, because it's Christmas week or whatever. So right. things are going to be crazy. Yeah. So who knows exactly what date okay. that's going to be? Yeah. So okay. if, if you're listening to this and you want to get on in on that, it's a great uh, reward or great prize, I should say. And just go over and join our Patreon and you can be in the drawing. Yeah, I might keep it actually not an option okay never mind i'm sorry okay you guys ready for a spin I'll yes one of the books. i'm hitting shuffle i'm hitting shuffle i'm hitting shuffle and here we go steve wow. and steve is going to win congratulations steve and he's not listening today he was planning on being here but i guess he got like like go late from a meeting uh but i think steve's like only missed like three episodes ever of our live right. shows well yeah. listen nobody's uh tagged steve so if a patreon member wants to venmo us five dollars we will spin again <laughs> <laughs> ryan says i will <laughs> congratulations steve yeah congrats steve wax melts they, they smell really good they don't taste as great but there's the, the fragrances are delicious do you need to go on a trip do you hate the hassle of organizing a vacation? Well, say Hakuna Matata and call Matthew over at Travel by Chewy. He is an expert who can arrange itineraries from a relaxing Hawaiian getaway to an exciting theme park adventure. The best part is his services are free. Call him at 507-261-9773. That was 507-261-9773. And just let him know Diz has sent you. Check us out on Weeby Geeks, a new podcast website where you can find all your favorite geeky content. Just head over to WeebyGeeksBC.com. That's WeebyGeeks, 
pc.com and listen to all the other awesome podcasts as well as this is. Okay, guys, so let's talk about what we did in the world of Disney. Jen, what did you do in the world of Disney? I actually did stuff this week. Oh, boy. Yes. Um, So we went to Epcot and did the Candlelight Processional dining package. And that was great. Um, Nice to be kind of, you know, have a little bit more of a sense of normalcy. Um, So we saw, I'm not even going to try to pronounce her name, Um, but the actress who voiced Moana, she was our candlelight narrator and she did. That's awesome. So um, that was good. Eight in Germany. Um, Buffets are back open. How was it? Yeah, oh really? But, yeah, we were kind of wondering as we were walking in uh, if it was going to be like family style or what was going to happen. And no, it was a full buffet. You wore your mask when you went up there, and you know, came back, sat down. The whole show was there. It, it you know, just like it was in years past. So, pretty cool. And uh, candlelight was full, and of course, it sounded wonderful. And we went over to the um, we went to the Grand Floridian and saw the Gingerbread House. How was so, that? Did you get a, did you get a shingle? I did oh, get a shingle. Nice. They're so good. I love so, the shingles. They're so good. They're all right. There's definite. Of course, they're all right. Of course. Uh, there's definite price increases across the park. Um, I noticed that things are things are definitely a lot more. I believe the candlelight processional lunch was sixty five dollars now. Wow. Holy oh, really? Holy. How much was it before? Like forty five? I think it was it was right or hovering around fifty. So, but yeah, it was sixty five. So, and my son's a Disney adult, so that kind of oh gosh, that stinks. Yeah, don't you got a couple years left? Not long. Yeah, that's true. Um, we're, we're we're and we're actually going to start going back. I think we're going to get the Pixie Pass for now. Oh, good. So I think we're still going to. So yeah, but he won't. He's not an adult yet. So, and that's pretty much what I did. So, what did you do? That sounds like sounds pretty good. Well, what I did. Uh, on social media, we had some people kind of reach out to us and kind of tell us, you know, how much they are enjoying listening to the show. Uh, so I do want to read this tweet here from Morgan. And it says, I'm excited that you guys came up on my Spotify rap uh, since the COVID closure since March. I've been listening to you guys a lot. So uh, I'm pretty excited that first off that we came up on some type of thing on Spotify, like some some mm-hmm. some some person, which is pretty awesome. Uh, but yeah, if you are listening to the show, please, you know, don't hesitate to reach out on our social media. I love chatting with everyone um, and uh, just going to reach out. And, uh, you know, I just love saying hey and talking with you guys. Also, yesterday, I oh, not this is not going to be yesterday, like last week, I met Scott from the No New Friends podcast and we went out to eat and we had a great time. I'm um, looking forward to meeting up with some more people out in the Orlando area. Uh, hopefully we're going to be meeting up with Remy soon. Um, hopefully Jared, you know, who's in our chat right now. And actually Jared, uh, got a big new job promotion. I know he's in our, uh, Patreon not, he's in our zoom chat right now live. So congratulations. I just want to say congrats to him on his new job that he's starting in the new year. I'm hoping to go ahead and, you know, meet out with Jared and, uh, Scott and Remy all together here in a couple of weeks. And I can't wait. And I'll go ahead and post pictures. I posted a picture of Scott and I in, the um, discord chat. Hey, Chris, you want to tell the, the funny story about Scott and I meeting? 
I, I don't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> I know. But right after we met, we oh, both called you. Oh, it was, it was oh, that part. Yeah. So I'm sitting minding my own business up in New Jersey and uh, Scott calls me. And then while I'm on the phone with Scott, while he's gossiping about his date with Joe, Joe calls me twice so he could gossip about his date with Scott, which was kind of funny because it was like they, uh, they were on their first date. And, listen, and, and it both went really well. Uh, both, both of them really liked each other. And they, I think they will be going out again. Is that kind of, what show was that? Like a love connection or something where they talk about that? That's funny. But it was a great time. We had a good time. Okay. How about you, Alex? What'd you do in the world of Disney? Um, not too much, not too much. Uh, we did get a Disney advent calendar with the storybook collection. So every day okay. we open it up and we get a new Disney little mini storybook. And uh, we actually forgot to open one, the one up today, but we opened one up yes last night on Disney the first on December first, and it was a little, little in stitch little Christmas holiday oh holiday book uh, story I should say. So looking forward to opening up those, and I will share them as I get them. Uh, hey, you talking about the advent calendar? We yes. actually have a Marvel advent calendar. Oh, do you so, really? You know, oh yeah, it's pretty awesome. I wish I had Marvel the, Lego. Oh, yeah, Marvel Lego. And it's yeah, really we have cool. the same. We have the same one and the Star oh, Wars. Oh, really? Yeah. So did Did you guys open number one? Yes. You see, his Iron was was yours Iron Man and kind of had like the things coming out of his hand. It's uh -huh. really cool. Yeah. Uh, okay, Chris, what did you what did you do in the world of Disney? Um. So I watched Hawkeye, bro. Oh, I did you yes. like that? Because oh, they, they, yeah, the, uh, I totally the, uh, jumpsuit, need to watch guys. it. Uh, How was it? episodes? Emily and I watched. We we really we really enjoyed it. I uh, I was watching the trailers and I was texting a good friend of mine that uh, we always watch the Marvel movies together and stuff. And I was like, I'm not excited for Hawkeye, but I know I'll enjoy it. So we watched it and it was great. I love the Christmas uh, kind of theme throughout. It's not forced down your throat. It's very organic and it's like it kind of gets you into the uh, the spirit. Uh, that was really good. I'm really excited to watch the next episode probably tomorrow. I hate how they release early in the uh, in the middle of the week. It's very very uh, bad for my uh, you know watching schedule. But that was good. And then I secured tickets to Spider Man No Way Home, which I'm really excited for. Which I won't. Did be you going have problems? Night. No, I didn't try that night because there was like nine of us that wanted to go. So I did not want to try to even get it for opening night. So uh, we all we ended up not going all nine of us. So it's me, Emily, and then my sister and her boyfriend, which is a lot of fun because. Me and my sister went to go see some of the earlier Spider-Man movies uh, that came out. And, you know, if if the rumors are true, this would be kind of a cool just to see it with her, with all the Spider-Men together, because she really likes the Spider-Man movies. And it's like one of the only superhero movies that I can drag her out to the movie theaters to go see. So I'm really excited for that. I got my tickets for the 17th. So I got it for Friday because everyone was off that night. It was up to me. I would have went at like 12 o'clock on Thursday. But some some people complain about having to go to work the next day. So we did it for Friday night. But I'm really excited for that. Uh, I've been watching every trailer and every trailer breakdown possible. And there's like not a lot of uh, not a lot to say about them. They're keeping a lot of secret, which is really exciting, which is good. I think yeah. it's good that they're keeping it. I can't wait to go ahead and see it, too. I think this is good. This is going to be my first movie back in the theaters oh, since nice, COVID. Nice. I can't wait. Uh, so, are Jenny, did you, are you going right? Did you got tickets ready? Okay, so I was one of the buffoons that was up at midnight trying to get tickets. And the theater that we like to see it at, they never release their tickets at midnight. But we were all kind of panicky. Um, and then everything crashed. And... So I never got tickets that night. And then the next day I was kind of like scrambling to get them, got tickets at the theater over here in town, which we don't normally. Oh go my to. gosh. What? I know. 
I know. You'd be, like, and then, squished in there. I know. And then um, the the Cobb Theater dropped their tickets. It was like an hour window from the last time I checked to when they dropped, and the whole theater was gone. So yeah, I'm probably yeah. gonna go to the Cobb. I would think. Yes, we have tickets. Yes, we have it opening night. Yes, but not at the Cobb. But not. You're gonna at the go Cobb. to the? Oh, it's, that's miserable. Slumber. I remember one time. I like I went to the Cobb for like a year, and then I went to the other one, and uh, yeah. I was like, I'm never going to yep. a theater like this again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like not even worth it. Yeah. Hey, you know what I forgot to mention? I cannot wait to watch Ernest Saves Christmas on Disney+. Plus. Oh, did you see that's on there now? I did not know that. Yes. Are all the Ernest movies on there? No, just Ernest Saves Christmas. I love Ernest Saves Christmas. That's a good movie. It's a good one. Yeah, that's one that I, I have to watch every year. Is it really? Yeah, I love it. My favorite is Ernest Saves Ernest and Halloween. I forget. I don't know. I don't know that's if it's Ernest one. Saves Halloween. I don't know, but uh, that's my favorite yeah. one. But Saves Christmas yeah. is pretty good. Hey, wouldn't that be cool if they bring back Ernest and John Cena plays Ernest? What? Yeah, man. He looks just like Ernest. John Cena? John Cena looks like Ernest. I'm not even joking with you. So that's the his on Up a Great Bird Adventure Show. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. I'm Chris. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHiz65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHiz.